thing. So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically do Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. It is a Thursday edition of the People's Talk Show. Looking forward to connecting and finding out what's on your radar. What have you guys been keeping an eye on? And I want to share with you uh, an interesting article that I thought uh, happens to probably paint more of a realistic picture for what we can possibly expect in comparison to a lot of the other articles out there that you know tend to sugarcoat things uh, for some reason. Not quite sure why. More banks are coming out and more financial institutions are coming out basically with their predictions for next year. And this BlackRock article here paints a very dark and doom uh, type scenario. But then again, when you connect all the dots of what they're talking about, it kind of makes sense in a, in a way. So I thought I would share with share that with you as well as a couple of the articles here and uh, check in with you guys and find out what you're keeping a eye on as well as we in uh, approach the end of this week. So also tomorrow. Um, Mike and Mario show at noon uh, due to schedule conflicts. You know, we weren't able to connect last, uh, I think, two weeks or so. But me and Mario's back on the mic tomorrow at noon. So definitely join in if you guys are interested in hanging out. If you got some time, love to be able to connect and get your questions answered and thoughts and things of that nature a part of the uh, show. So, all right. Uh, so lots of things going on. If you haven't already, hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Hopefully, as I always say before, the algorithms kick in, more people are notified. That's the goal, to reach as many people as possible uh, with this good information in reference to the whole monetary system and the shakeout that's taking place now. So, okay. Uh, Any new viewers, let me know where you're watching from as well. I want to acknowledge your presence. Got a few people checking in as well. We got Ed, Neil. uh, We got Roth, DC Precise, Steve, Dr. Moda, Sean, Kenneth, Andy Lee as well. Uh, what else we got? Paul. Okay. We got retire young, live longer. Okay. From uh, Thailand. How you doing, my friend? Appreciate you for checking in. I know it's probably uh, early morning there. We got Jacqueline Barlight Broker as well. We got the man from Yashabai, Mexico. So a fair amount of people, man. Appreciate you guys. Uh, just want to make sure I do some maintenance on my side. If you guys have not uh, hit that thumbs up button and make sure you uh, subscribe if you happen to come across this channel for the first time. Hit that subscribe button. Hopefully it uh, does some justice for you guys. And also connect with RTD on alternative socials as well, just in case we get disconnected here, which uh, is a probability in the future. All right. So let me just jump into the primary headline here, man. And uh, so this article here, I actually highlighted a few things that caught my attention. And the reason I like to talk about these things is not that it's enjoyable overall, but it's just really to give you a well-rounded viewpoint on what's really going on. Uh, well beyond just my typical rants and things of that nature. Uh, a lot of people in the alternative media space is highlighting on you know, different sectors and different methods as to how this transition is taking place. But one thing I find interesting is how the banks now are getting in on it. And even <laughs> even Jim Cramer is out there uh, talking about don't listen to the banks. They're doom and gloom. Don't listen to them. I'm thinking like, well, you know, the entire monetary system, for the most part, is funneled through their banks. And so they would kind of know uh, what's really going on. So, but then again, Jim Cramer, you know, he's never really been right in a sense and in, in a good beneficial way, but uh, make of it uh, what you may. But anyway, just real quick, uh, some things that caught my attention that does a much better job of, of explaining events that are 
expected for next year if it happens or the year beyond. Who knows? But uh, I just find it to be very interesting that Larry Fink and his crew is coming out telling the truth for the most part. But it says BlackRock says get ready for a recession unlike any other. And what worked in the past won't work now. So these are PhDs, economists, type analysts, market strategists, you know, people behind the scenes writing these um, forecasts and reports for uh, 2023. And just with the choice of words that are used here, it kind of piggybacks of what I've been saying before. Like, you know, to this day, most of the tabloids talk about, you know, we might be in a recession. It's going to be a mild recession. And the fact that BlackRock says get ready for a recession unlike any other. And like I said, for those who know, we are already in a market contraction right now. But then again, I just look at this and say that, you know, for a recession, unlike anything other, I go well beyond that towards a line of a depression, which is never good in of itself. But, you know, it must take place. The system needs to be flushed out and there will be a lot of discomfort along the way. But we are already expecting that. Just a couple of things here caught my attention. I'll thumb through real quickly here. But it says the worldwide recession is just around the corner as central banks boost borrowing costs aggressively to tame inflation. Oh, yeah, sure. And this time it will ignite more market turbulence than ever before. It says the global economy has already exited a four decade era of basically easy, easy, easy currency. And the new regime of increased unpredictability is here to stay, according to the world's biggest asset manager. And so it talks about equity valuations don't yet reflect the damage that's ahead due to central banking counterfeiting and uh, manipulating the elasticity of currency and things of that nature. But it says here, the prospect of limited policy supports means investors need more dynamic methods. And so I was watching a video earlier from a financial advisor, and I'll actually get to the article in a, in a video in a minute, but just watching the financial advisor basically share her two cents on what's going on. She just sounded as if like she didn't, she couldn't speak the truth because she would lose business. But then again, whatever, whatever the advice she was giving was so like unrealistic for the average person. That is like, basically like your business is your business model is flawed. It's, it's already screwed to think that you're trying to, you know, really invest and to navigate these waters with people's funds and you don't have any solutions. It was viable. So I, and I just thought that was interesting. So I'll touch on that more, but back to this article here real quick. So one of the takeaways here says the prospect of limited policy support means investors need a more dynamic method, it says involving more frequent portfolio changes. So ultimately, due to all this chaos in the market, they're telling people that you're going to need more frequent portfolio changes. So you're going to have to reallocate some things and basically gamble on the back end. It says to navigate the volatility ahead. So they're saying expect more uncertainty and you're going to have to scramble. And it says here, it says what worked in the past won't work. Now, the strategy says is the old playbook of simply buying the dip doesn't apply in this regime of sharper trade offs and greater macro volatility. So outdated information of like Jim Cramer saying, you know, this is a great buying opportunity. Yeah, oh, OK, they're saying yeah, you may not want to just run out and be buying everything. And so here is this more forecast from the big banks for whatever it's worth. Wall Street banks from, uh, from Morgan Stanley and Bank of America to Deutsche Bank has warned that U.S. stocks could plunge by more than 20 percent in 2023. And the reason that's an interesting number is just because to date, since the last market top of end of 2021, all the major indices have already cooled off 
close to, you know, basically 25%. So heading into next year, you say just at the bare minimum, another, another 20%, that's almost what 45% and less than what, you know, a year and a half. And that's more so just the beginning. So once again, these numbers are continuing to increase in reference to what uh, these market analysts are expecting when this next correction crash, whatever it's going to be called actually occurs. Cause these are still low ball figures. And then it says here, Goldman Sachs CEO sees just a 35% chance that the U S economy avoids a recession. So, Numbers are, uh, you know, starting to creep up a little bit, but it says a slowdown in the housing market. One delays in corporate investment plans two, a decline in consumer savings and three and deteriorating CEO confidence are all signs of the economic of the oncoming economic slump, according to BlackRock. So those four indicators, I think, are things that are already prevalent now, well before we get into the next year that has already signaled that there is a lack of confidence. There is no growth in this economy on top of all the other indicators out there to tell that the economy is already, you know, falling off a cliff in a mild manner. It says still the stock market hasn't yet factored in the potential magnitude of impending economic downturn. So ultimately speaking, like I've said before, things are not great, but they haven't even really began to factor in all these different events that they're talking about here. But it says here, we don't think equities are, are fully priced in for a recession. Corporate earnings uh, expectations have yet to fully reflect even a modest recession. So corporations, when it comes to their earnings, they haven't even really began to take into account the slowdown that they're going to experience heading into 2023. So that was one of the articles that I wanted to touch on just because those four factors I mentioned really uh, play basically our major indicators for what we're experiencing right now. We're not even into 2023 just yet. So imagine that magnified two or three times worse. That's how, you know, severe things could get in 2023. So yeah, just some things from black rock and then keep it all moving. Uh, here's another interesting article here that I'll spare you this, but it's another bank real quick caught my attention. BNB Paribas out of the, out of France, says studied 100 years of market crashes. Here's what it says is coming next. Low ball figure, but something to play with number wise. So it talks about just some, you know, over the last 100 years. And they say the most drastic and sharp correction, of course, was in March 2020, but doesn't really count because that was just a anomaly that came out of nowhere, whatever, whatever, whatever. But he says, however, in 2002, is quite representative of a recessionary crash. He says the bear market was more than two years in length with a drawdown of about 50% and a 29% point-to-peak trough move in the VIX. And the bear market lasted about a, a year and a half in length, and the median drawdown was 38%, and the median peak in the VIX was 40.5. So at the very bottom of 2002, they're saying about a 50%. And so that, I'm not sure how they got that metric there, but once again, over half, gone. And of course, as they said in the article before, monetary policy won't be much to really solve the problem just because it's going to be a global situation. And then here's another article here that I thought was interesting. <laughs> Looks like there is an official pension bailout uh, as of now. And so this is the video I was talking about here where this lady here, who's the financial advisor, it was, she's from her own company. It was a Bowersock Capital Advisors. Just listen to this little five minute, six minute clip. And the questions they were asking her, she literally like is not 
somebody that just sounded like she's person I would want overseeing my finances, me personally, but advice she was given is just so watered down. And so she just looks like she's not. Yeah. Anyway, I'll leave that alone, but I'll link this video. In the, if you guys want to see more, you know, hear about that. Anyway, Biden unveils a 36 billion bailout basically for one of America's largest and most troubled pension funds. And so this is a part of the whole American rescue plan that kind of got swept under the radar, but it's back out in full effect. And other this article here, maybe one or two others, you know, not, and it's not a major, major announcement, but it's just a sign that the current administration is hard pressed on making sure that they try to prop up the pension system as long as they can. But once again, uh, just a bandaid because there's no fixing the problem that's uh, currency in nature. But it says the White House is sending thirty six billion to buttress the central state pension funds, one of the biggest and most troubled funds that manages the pensions of over 350,000 union workers and retirees, $36 billion. And then it talks here more about this, just as just basically pennies, pennies in a bucket. And it says here, a 2017 report found that there were 1400 multi-employer pension plans in the U S covering 10 million people with around hundred of those plans in critical and declining status. And one of the other numbers here says in total, the Biden administration is set to provide varying levels of assistance to more than 200 distressed pension plans. And so they're going to literally try to get the last little bit of remaining purchasing power out of this fiat Federal Reserve note system while the system's still operational. So why not counterfeit it and send it to the retirees and let them get their promises that they were you know, given years and years ago. But then again, it's going to boil down to what will it actually buy when it's time to spend it. So anyway, I got a couple more articles here, but I'll spare you guys on that. Anyway, it's Thursday. So I want to do something a little bit different uh, outside of the, just the articles that caught my attention. I'm sure you guys also have things that you've been keeping an eye on. And as I mentioned before, there's more stories than I can actually get to just to shine light on, share my two cents on them. So I definitely make sure I put them in a telegram or and the, on Twitter, just so people can get a chance to see what I see and do what you do with that information. But uh, one thing I wanted to talk about uh, was just being more thankful. And so I didn't, I didn't know how to title this one, but I wanted to title this or I wanted to basically make sure I incorporate the idea of, you know, thankful Thursday. You know, what are some things you're thankful for outside of the obvious things I mentioned in here? Uh being able to be aware and in tune of this information. Hopefully I've done some things a little bit different than the norm to brace and prepare for the changes that are underway. But beyond that, what are you guys thankful for? I'm curious to uh, get your thoughts on that and as well as any other subject matter. So uh, what I'll do is get ready to open the phone lines. Before I do that, definitely want to make sure I give a shout out to uh, Boya Max and for Patriots for supporting the channel. And hopefully you guys are half already taking advantage of it. But if you're new, Perhaps you don't know about it. So stick around. Let me share this information and then have your questions, thoughts, as well as what you're thankful for uh, available. And then give me a call and let's see where the, uh, the night takes us. So uh, hold those thoughts and let's, uh, we'll be back in one second. Here's a great opportunity for you to get your weight up. Let's face it. Our purchasing power and our currency has been destroyed in real time. That's why I'm excited to tell you about my partnership with Bullion Max. Bullion Max will ship gold and silver directly to your door for you to hold at your home or in your own safe. To help you get started, I worked out a special offer with them. Get Bullion Max Silver Starter Kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com slash RTD. This kit includes five of the most desirable silver products to invest in, including the American Silver Eagle and the Silver Australian Kangaroo. This offer is limited to one per household while supplies last, so get yours today and take advantage of this opportunity to get your weight up. 
Do you have backup power for emergencies? The power grid here in the U.S. is outdated and at least two-thirds of the grid is 25 years older or more. That's why having your own solar power is more important than ever. With the Patriot Power Generator, you will never be without power. You can take it with you on the go or use it indoors. Yet it's powerful enough for your phones, medical devices, or even your fridge. And right now, you can go to 4 and use the code RTD to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store. That even includes the Patriot Power Generator. You'll also get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus free shipping on orders over $97, and a portion of every sales donated to charities that support our veterans and their families. Just go to 4 use code RTD to get 10% off. That's 4 use code RTD to get yours today. All right, let's talk. I am curious to uh, hear and see what you guys are keeping an eye on. Uh, hopefully, once again, like another thing that's amazing to me is how, you know, in the midst of this current transitionary period, how there's companies such as, you know, the solar power with generators and things of that nature, as well as I saw a commercial for uh, a, a water system that actually allows people to, you know, take the moisture out of the air and turn it into, you know, to drinking water. I'm thinking like all these tech, all these tools are coming around right now. At the same time, the globalists are trying to strip away, you know, water rights, property rights, all types of things. And I'm like, it's just interesting how is this a sign that they're, you know, allowing humanity to take advantage of this technology before we go through this shift? Or is this or I'm probably going too deep into it. But I just find it interesting how, you know, like there's more and more preparation style businesses being set up right now as people are starting to wake up and realize something ain't right. Something is not right. But anyway, all right. So highlight at rethinking a dollar, and that'll stand out if you got a thought or idea. But uh, more importantly, I want to start off for those who are interested. You know, what are you thankful for? You know, it's this Thursday, and was we'll probably try to start doing thankful Thursdays. Uh, and so uh, Dr. Moda says I have a water from air uh, machine. Yeah, I just I just ordered one as well. I just ordered one as well. It's actually you know in route, but. It's one of the things where, you know, I want to have a little bit of everything just in case it's needed. But if I don't need it, I think it'll be a well worth it investment just to have just in case because you never know. So whether it be from the food, the solar generators, we've got my panels, you know, of course, got the weight, you got, you know, got the lead, you know, you got a lot of things. So uh, just, hey, just because, you know, you never know when you might have to use some of that stuff. Uh, Vince says, thankful for life. Oh, man, 100 uh, percent. That's. And so, you know, for those who are in the Telegram uh, community, uh, we have a couple people who, you know, keep me up to date on all the events happening out in the health realm. And the more and more I read through some of those reports and face Facebook posts and just how people just dropping like flies, like it's just amazing to see how much damage is being done in the health area. And I'm seeing all these families put up GoFundMe's to help bury their loved ones. And I'm thinking like, man, just that's just something that makes me very thankful that I'm, I'm still alive as well. And, you know, it's just, yeah, never take for granted life, man. And life is short. All right. What else we got here? Uh, anything else that brought don't forget your Bible. Oh, 100 percent. Keep the word on me at all, all times. And, and speaking of which, um, I, I did read some comments from yesterday's hangout. And uh, so being able to hang out with guys of the community and have a little back and forth. And more importantly, the primary purpose for me doing that is to be able to connect with people on screen, you know, in the form of community and laughing. 
having a chance to laugh and things of that nature. So it's therapeutic for me. So hopefully you guys are able to laugh as well and just focus beyond just the obvious financial and political and all that other stuff, but uh, get some good laughs. And, but point is, I saw in the chat that a couple people expressed their displeasure in, you know, one of the guests, uh, sharing, I guess, you know, as they say, uh, using the Lord's name in vain. And so a lot of people were like, you know, not a lot of people, but a few people were not too pleased with me, I guess, not addressing that or something like that. And so, um, just to make sure that, you know, whenever I have people or guests on the channels and we're in the midst of a conversation and things come out, you know, my, my, in my mind, I'm already thinking about my response, my questions to where not everything stands out to me or impacts me the way that it might for you. And so I, I personally can't vouch for or speak for anybody else in reference to their spiritual walk or things like that. So a uh, person using the, the Lord's name in vain doesn't may not hit me the same way it do for you just because, you know, I just don't, it, you know, I'm sorry, I don't know that person's spiritual walk. And then again, I don't feel like I, I get offended or feel like, you know, I'm not defending my Lord or something like that. And I just, that's, that's not me. So uh, what I did reply to the person who expressed their displeasure and I guess my approach or lack thereof was that uh, I'll, I updated the disclaimer, which I did not, I did to, for him, but you know, the, the expressions and views of the guests and not to reflect the uh, host or me, or me rather. So I can't vouch for his spirituality. I don't know anything about my man to that magnitude, but I'll let the Lord work on him. So the biggest thing I would say is if something is, doesn't set well with you, we, I'm human, he's human, she's human, whatever. Take it to the Lord in prayer. You know, intercede on my behalf as well as any other of my guests. Just intercede before the Lord. And definitely, you know, if if your power, if your prayer is powerful and effective, it'll it'll do wonders as far as helping expose that to us so that we can make adjustments. And so I thought I would just share that just because I want to make sure if, if whoever is watching uh has anything to say about that. Uh just want to let you know where I stand. You know, it doesn't impact my spirituality one bit and, you know, let him without, you know, seeing cast the first stone. You know, so I'm sure we've all slipped up at our tongue every now and then. And, you know, maybe perhaps it, it was uh, is, is something that he wasn't even aware of or perhaps he's not a, a believer. So, you know, I'll try to, you know, if he's not, I'll definitely try to share my faith more and help reach those who need it. So, um, yeah, so like <laughs> I, I don't go that far. I'm not like it. I wouldn't say that's was that a I wouldn't say that's an ex, I wouldn't say that's extreme. Like if you're a type of person that uh you know you, you are very cautious and careful of the people around you in reference to what they say because it might impact you. And so I I personally, you know, I I think that you know like being amongst aka quote unquote sinners, people who are far from God is the best way to be able to reach people, but you can't go and reach them if you're already ready co to condemn them for what they did say or didn't say. So just my little two cents there. Anyway, enough ranting. Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, the entire Ukrainian land title system uh, is being digitized and Wall Street will steal all the farming land there. Watch and see it happen. Um, Rolf, that is very probable, knowing that a lot of the whole blockchain protocol network stuff is designed to tokenize things as well as to put everything as far as title deeds and everything as far as ownership on a ledger, you know, I, I would assume that would be a part of the world economic forums plan of, you know, you'll own nothing to be happy with it as well. Uh, it says, I am just slapped them before saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> 
sure you're right. Uh, what else we got here? Let me see. Okay, he said Walmart. Uh, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, just once again, just trying to do some things different. It's one thing to talk to a mic and a camera, but yet be able to talk to other people and bounce ideas off each other, as well as, uh, you know, Dre and Tom, you know, they study different things than I do. So it's a great time to get together and go over certain topics. So I enjoy doing that. Uh, what else we got here? Goodbye. Uh, let me see. I thought Zoroastrianism was the oldest religion, but apparently it's Hinduism. Uh, don't know. I don't know that. We are all sorry for the eyes of the Lord. We all come short before the eyes of the Lord. hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right. So I'm missing some calls. Forgive me. I'll be ranting. Just get some calls in here. Uh, hello, Carl. Where are we calling from? Uh, one second. My friend. Dennis from Yashaba. What's going on, my friend? Um, you know, Janet Yellen doesn't even know what inflation is. And when I listen to, like, Mario, Mario always like, corrects this. Mm-hmm. Inflation is the increase in the currency supply. You know, mm-hmm. on Telegram, uh, recently posted with Janet Yellen talking about inflation going down because of uh, she doesn't see bottlenecks in the supply chain <laughs> and uh, wage spiraling, whatever that means. Yeah, uh, we you know we have a problem when the Treasury Secretary doesn't know that inflation is an increase in the money supply. Price increases are a result of the currency increase. And am, am I correct on this, or am I wrong? I would say you're definitely, as far as like the, the definition of inflation, expense of the monetary base definitely is the traditional, you know, post globalist takeover, you know, take us to the reset type of narrative. Sure. But as far as her knowing the definition or not, you know, she has a, I guess, a script and a narrative and a job in accordance to who she really answers to, to stick with. So I would never see her coming out actually saying the truth anyway. So I think she would play along with just a typical banker, Goldman Sachs, former employee type of script, just because the truth was never meant to be given to the public because they think we're useless, dumb slaves that, you know, don't know the definition anyway. So I wouldn't expect her to say anything otherwise. Would you know? Do you? <laughs> no, but I, I, I just find it troubling that you know they're not going to decrease the currency supply to deal with the inflation they're going to increase the rate so it slows down the money velocity yeah but, um, but, but a couple other things go ahead. a couple other things i uh, jim kramer actually said something that was pretty smart he said it's not too late to uh, sell your bitcoin <laughs> uh, so that was that was one thing that was smart and then uh on the, the funnier side uh the United States of Israel did that prisoner swap where they uh, got that uh, man uh, basketball player with the Adam's apple released <laughs> and uh, he's on her way home. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's cruel, man. That, that's me. <laughs> Genetically speaking, she's a woman, but then again, she chose, she chooses to go towards the uh, more male dominant side, but by birth, she's a woman. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I just want to say I'm thankful for uh, 
what you do, you know, with the program and taking your time out to exactly. uh, organize everything and it was the telegram and keep up the good work and, uh, you know, everyone hit the thumbs up and uh, let's keep this rolling. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling in as always. Good to hear your voice. <laughs> yes, you too, Mike. Take care. Good yeah. night. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, that's another topic as well. <laughs> so here we have Brittany Griner on her way home. And a lot of people are upset that a former or current Marine has been in prison for four years for espionage and everything else in between is was just completely. You know, I guess he wasn't worth the trade. And I saw one of the, the uh, one of the you know Biden administration people saying that you know they wanted more than what they were able to give and all that stuff like that. But you know, I, this type of stuff doesn't really surprise me whatsoever. Like, you know, like the fact that people feel like the U.S. got the short end of the deal with this swap here. But, you know, one American home is better than none, even though, you know, I guess the gentleman that we gave up is an extreme so-called radical gun art, gun dealer, terrorist guy. But it is what it is. I don't expect anything more from this current administration or any other administration for the most part. So. But I think uh, for some reason, I do think, you know, if, if Trump was in office, we probably would have got a better deal. <laughs> he would have got the better deal, as he loved to say. Um, Brian Byron uh, says, thankful for another chance to have the eternal uh, life through Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, that's real. Yeah, more foolishness, 100 percent. All right. Get some more calls in here. Forgive me. I got to look down. More. Hello, caller. Where are we calling from? Hey, Mike, it's Ed. How you doing? Hey, Ed, doing good, my friend. What's in your mind? Hey, um, I made a comment about one of you know, the guests. First of all, I loved the show last night. I love <laughs> those guys. I think you guys, it, it clicks really well, man, with, with you guys talking about different subjects. And I mentioned the, about taking the Lord's name in vain, but I directed it towards that individual just to let him know mm-hmm. he might not even realize that that's offensive to anybody. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, so, so that's all good. And I directed it to him versus you. You know, yeah, yeah. it's not, nothing to do with you. Right. And okay, uh, you know, I wanted to tie this whole, I wanted to tie this whole uh, thankfulness thing to um, what I think is uh, Satan's biggest way of, of, of fooling people. Jesus <laughs> talked sixty percent of his sermons were on money, <laughs> and uh, you know Satan has convinced America that money and possessions and career success and that type of thing is is how you reach happiness. <laughs> And that's a big lie. And so many people buy it. And, um, you know, I think being thankful and appreciating what you have keeps you from thinking about what you don't have and things that other things have and basically right. coveting things that you don't own. So right. I think we really need to do that. But, but you know, I write mine down. I'll just go over a few for you real quick that I do every morning. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I used to die for my sins, grace, eternal salvation for my wife, for my children for my church, for my church family, for my friends, for God's word. Here's one that's kind of high up on the list for trials mm. that help me grow. Right. You know, too many people thankful trials. And that's a tough one for me. You know, when I'm going through them, I don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, looking buddy. back, I can see where I, I've gotten closer to God through some of the trials in my life, just seeking him and his face through adversity. And a lot of people get saved that way. You know, a couple, couple of friends got saved in jail. Mm, you know, you right. can't get saved in jail. You probably can't get saved. Right. But anyway, that's just my take on it, you know, health and, and family. But that whole covenant thing, you know, I've gotten to the point in my life where I've, I've never had a ton of money, but I've got enough to know it's not making me happy. Mm-hmm. Right. I hey, got 
Uh, I, I think yeah, a lot of people can agree with that, my friend. No matter how much you have, you'll always find a way to complain about something or want something else. Like, you know, that's to me, like, there's no, there's no dollar sign. There's no, there's nothing to me personally in this life that is so completely fulfilling that you won't always naturally want more of it. And that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, yeah, that's comes with life, I think. But then again, you know, I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right on, on that brother. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate that uh, Wednesday night show. I think it's awesome, and and I think those are both good guys, God fearing or not. I, they've got good hearts. Yeah, and uh, you need to get a little bit more of your commentary. You know, you're kind of like the host and letting them do. Yeah, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to work that out. You know what I'm saying? Because because it's like <laughs> I'm so used to like trying to you know I guess you know guide the show or structure the show to where you know I, I find myself just you know I guess chiming in when I can. But <laughs> that's the hard part about trying to be a host of and also having the channel. So I got to figure it out, but. I'm working on it. Right. Well, you're every bit as, as wise as they are, so you need to get that out. But, For sure. But I love you, brother, and I love all your shows, and uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, my friend. Love you, too. Appreciate you. Bye. Yeah. Appreciate the call, man. Thankful Thursdays. I'm going to start to implement this in just to give people a chance to uh, reflect on what they're thankful for, because there's so many things out here we can easily take for granted. You know what I'm saying? And one of the things that I always that I'm more conscious of now than ever is when I just it don't take much for me to realize that whatever I might be going through, somebody else somewhere else is going through something 10 times worse to where like I, there's always a humbling story that comes across either the phone or TV or something. Where I'm like, man, I'm just, I just it just makes me count my blessings. So literally, like it's just I, I, and I think especially, you know, this after this whole COVID you know, last two years, more people might be conscious of things that we took for granted before just because it, it was never brought to our attention. But, you know, I try to be as grateful as I can. Uh, looks like Jay is thankful for at max has silver for 23.55 an ounce. <laughs> Hit code 23.25. 30 cents difference there. Appreciate you, man. Jay says, Mike, your humbleness is a great blessing. Uh, I, I appreciate it, man. I, I try to, yeah, I, I try to, you know, not just talk the talk, but walk the talk as well. And, you know, it's it's a learning experience, man. I just, I think being a parent, being a parent and being a husband has humbled me since, like, seriously, just having to put others before myself, literally realizing that, you know, the earth, the sun and don't shine, don't, don't rise and set on me at all. It's literally about service, serving others and, you know, I have my struggles, but that's when I come back to reality and just being grateful for who and what I am and know that I'm a work in progress and the Lord is still working. I'm far from where I, I believe he wants me to be. And that's the part where every day you get up, you get a chance to press forward. And, you know, as Ed said, those trials definitely will help refine your faith. That's for sure. Diego says, greetings from Mexico. How you doing, my friend? Wouldn't mind being in Mexico. But I did today or not yesterday. I did yesterday. So it's been a while. It's been a year since I've actually took a trip. No, travel. I traveled domestically a couple of times, but it's been a year since I've been out of the country. So I did book me a trip to go down to Central America in a couple of weeks. I'm excited about that. It's been a, been a while. So I do miss traveling. I'm thankful for being able to travel while we still can. Uh, I was thankful I am not a not in a panic at a peace. We got here. Thankful I'm not in a panic at peace with probably job with probably job loss. Miguel, uh, you know, one door closes, another one open, my friend. When another one, one door closes, another one open. So 
definitely uh, would love to get an agreement with you. And that's why I think I'm going to try to remember to pray more of the audience with you guys, just because we can get an agreement on, you know, the Lord definitely doing some mighty works in our lives in 2023. That is going to be key. Begging like crazy these days. Mike needs to help Silver Report dude. He's begging like crazy these days. Uh, King D, who's the Silver Report dude? He's begging like crazy these days. Silver Report dude, is that a channel or something like that? Doing good and blessed by God, 100%. All right, what else? All right, we're about 36 minutes, man. Let me get this last call, then we're going to dial it back and uh, give you guys something to reflect on and be thankful for for this weekend. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Uh, it's Mike from Pacoima, California. Mike, Mike from on? Cali. I'm doing good, my friend. What's up with you? Oh, I'm just thankful for your show, just sitting here listening to the good word and everything going on, you know? <laughs> hey, appreciate you, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I kind of showed up a little late, and I didn't know if you mentioned Heisa um, uh, Gold uh, Holdings for uh, World Banks uh, since 74. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about that. that milestone, yeah. Okay. Right, this quarter, did yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. That that was what was on my radar today. So I just wanted to. I didn't know if you chimed in on that. You know? Not not today, but we've talked about that, and like it's it's no coincidence. It's, something's going on behind the scenes to where central banks are deciding to uh, run back towards gold, and so I think we're going to probably have more of an inkling what that will be in 2023 <laughs> with this whole petrol, gold, Russia. So literally gold and oil are going to be the biggest factors to keep an eye on in 2023, I think, outside of all the other stuff. So so did you see that one, uh, 3600, uh, what is his name, Zoltar? Yeah, from- yeah, yeah, I yeah, saw that. Yeah, so the one thing that I thought when I, I, I heard that is – he's not factoring in the quote unquote gold that the federal reserve has, has in the coffers. So supposedly, supposedly. if they have it, if they have it, there might not be a price rise at all in gold. Uh, I I will be very surprised. I will be surprised if we still have the gold in our possessions, the way that I guess every single document which shows gold holdings has the U S at 8,300 tons, just because most of that gold, even the stuff that was at the uh, at the Federal Reserve vault, like they don't know who whose gold is what because so much has been leased and sold and dumped on the market throughout the last umpteen years to try to lower the price. I will be surprised if there's anything there because gold was never meant to be a part of the West equation. Period, and it appears that e- the Russian China want to make it a factor. So I, I don't know how that'll play out, but uh, I-, I think that the U.S. gold, uh, that apart from what's in the Grand Canyon and everywhere else, is not above ground ready to be utilized if need be so i would i wouldn't yeah. bet the u.s is going to be willing to play that game but we'll see just, just on just on the blind faith that you know maybe they still have it mm-hmm. maybe they aren't full of crap right. <laughs> uh you know i just don't want to get people's hopes up like because you know, I, like if you just divide the the currency units that are in circulation by mm-hmm. you know the quote-unquote supposed ounces is you know it, it's way higher than it is already uh just in that fact you yeah. know yeah like once all the debt comes crashing down people want real collateral you know tesla's looking at a, a, a taking out a loan and using tesla stock as collateral okay uh, yeah not sure that's what that's going to be worth the price <laughs> yeah and that's based on the price and yeah okay all right <laughs> so when people need pristine collateral 
They need that base money. Mm-hmm. You know, any commodity for the most part is going to be pretty decently. Very true, uh, especially I, I, if you got it. I'm going to feel secure with it, regardless of the dollar denomination behind it. Right, know? exactly. And I think, ultimately speaking, down the line, you know, how whatever the next measuring stick will be used globally as the next, you know, you know, basically to set the price of everything, I don't think it'll be uh, in USD terms at the end of the day. Like, whatever the next standard will be, it's going to be priced in as, as Russia and China, they're trying to do that basket of currencies or whatever. It's going to be priced in Tether, Mike. It's gonna be priced in tether. Uh, yeah, between now and then, tether definitely will go belly up. I think tether will be exposed as a as the the front for the Federal Reserve Bank and something like that. So. Hey, I would love to see you, David Morgan, and uh, Mr. Perez back on again. Oh, they just did a, another update. I would love to see you guys again together. I'll, hey, I'll probably <laughs> connect with those guys at the beginning of the year. Probably right. The next crypto story that breaks, you know what I'm saying? Because John will come out and say, you know, right on, right on point. You know, we're, you know, this is what we prophesy. So, because John is good forecasting stuff, so I wait till John get another one. Yeah. Then we do have him on. Yeah, uh, David uh, posted on his page today uh, uh, update. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that's that. That's pretty much what he did. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what he did. <laughs> you know, I told you guys, you didn't listen. Like I told you. <laughs> hey man, hey, I'm thankful that I listened. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey man, appreciate you calling, right, my hey, friend. Hey, I'm, I'm a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep the, keep the weight up. All right, hundred percent, man. Yeah. <laughs> Be good. Take it easy. Yeah. Bye. Hello, caller. What's name? We calling from? Yes. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm Dion. I'm in Alabama. Uh, good afternoon. Hey there. How you doing? What's going on with you? Oh, so I'm grateful to. Uh, to have the sermon. I talk to my kids a lot about the sermon. I let them know that it's an actual gift mm-hmm. because when everyone is making a right turn and you want to, you take a look, you see the situation, you go, no, I'm going to go left here. Mm-hmm. So we've been making decisions like that with regards to, you know, health issues and things of that nature, mm-hmm. just having discernment. Right. And it just, is incredible. It's an incredible gift to have because right. it means that you could hear anything on the social media or anything coming from the mainstream media or anything coming from left, right, center, and it don't faze you because right. you have discernment. Right. And I am so grateful. It's kept me from a lot of situations. Could have easily, you know, when everybody was panicking, I mean, panicking mm-hmm. at work and all this, and oh, you get to do this, and they're gonna fire you. And I'm like, well, you know, they fired me, I just have to get my resume out. I mean, right. what's the thing, you know, to get all worked up about? Uh, so I just, the only, the only thing that I am finding out about myself in my journey mm-hmm. is that although I have discernment i keep waiting for the other shoe to drop <laughs> so I, I'm doing that. I keep looking every day thinking i'm gonna find out that oh yeah here it is it's world world three years now i'm gonna get it's it's the crash it's the stock market and everything every day i'm thinking this is it this is it because you know i do feel like i don't know necessarily last days but i do feel like yeah this is this is something that we in the the maybe the preview for the last days right uh, <laughs> So I need to figure out how to, how to how to leverage that, how to live with that, and just and live, like you said, just find something to be happy about. Yeah. But I do appreciate your show, and I, I listen to you all the time, and I do appreciate, appreciate you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling, and thank you for sharing that. You know, that's a whole other avenue that I haven't even mentioned about you know discernment. So I mentioned the other day about being led by the Holy Spirit, but that's all one all one and the same in a sense. So 
Appreciate you for sharing that. Yes, sir. Be good. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, good stuff. Spiritual discernment. Appreciate you for calling. Um, real quick, something that came to mind that uh, from Psalm, I was reading Psalm 32. It's just um, something that's been on my heart that I've been trying to just... Let me get the, let me get this up here. Let me let me see real quick if I can get my Bible on the screen. Just real quick, and I'll share something that uh, I have to stay mindful of on my side. Just because I do tend to focus on a lot of stories and world events more than the average person, just because I of, the, of this talk show want to stay up to date on events to where it is possible to get a little sidetracked. But uh, let me see here. Um, no, no, let me go somewhere else real quick. Let me, oh, was it, uh, wrong one. Let me see if it comes to mind. Yeah. Um, so here I just know. So 34, Psalm 34. So let me just real quick, something that I just last couple of days, especially, I just try, been going back, back and forth, just reciting it, trying to memorize it and bring it to, bring it to heart. But, um, I'll just, I'll just start from the beginning. Just, you know, just for those who care, but then we'll sign off a little bit of prayer. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That is something that I try to do throughout the day, whenever it comes to mind, just because if I don't, I'm bound to naturally want to complain about something. I don't know why that is, but it says his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. And so in reference to what the young lady just mentioned about all the things that's happening, waking up, you know, anticipating something. And I'm like, it is possible to end up expecting things to drop all around us to where, you know, that's the opposite of faith. And so, you know, I sought the Lord. He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. So I try my best to not sit around anticipating something to happen. But anyway, it says they looked to him and were radiant and their faces will never be ashamed. The, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. It says the angel of the Lord encamps all around about uh, those who fear him and rescues them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. And it goes on to say more, but I just remind myself how blessed am I because my refuge is in him. And I really try to remind myself of ultimately how blessed I am, like literally how blessed I am and not in my own power, but in what he's already done through me and for me and what he's going to do. So those are just ways I try to encourage myself throughout the day, man. So, you know, before I go to bed, I usually get some word in me. So I'm getting a little bit in now before uh, I, I tune off. But hopefully, you know, just that little bit of word uh, just basically brought a little bit of a little bit of an excitement to your spirit real quick. But anyway, let's get ready to uh, log off. And uh, back at it tomorrow at noon with the Mike and Mario show. So looking forward to connecting with Mario. It's been a minute. And uh, if you can't join us tomorrow at noon, bring some thoughts, ideas, suggestions, and uh, ask your questions. And we'll try to share our two cents. Well, Mario is more of a, you know, it's more on the expertise side coming from the bond market directly. But, you know, I've studied enough and hung out with him enough to where I can, you know, share a little bit of an opinion as well. But anyway, um, yeah, let's get close off a little bit of prayer, man. And uh, for those who want to get in agreement with me, uh, there's power in numbers. So. Uh, so Alex says BlackRock is not to be trusted. Oh, 100%. And what I was highlighting from that article was just some of the things that to me are already present now. 
And if it's present now and they're calling themselves giving us a heads up for next year, the probability of it being that much more worse is even greater. So, but anyway, uh, Heavenly Father, we uh, thank you for the opportunity to gather this Thursday night and uh, to be able to share what we're thankful for and uh, hopefully to be encouraged and to be uh, just strengthened in our inner man. Father, we thank you for your word, which is a light unto our path. We ask for your continued blessing and support to close out this year, 2022, in a great fashion, giving you honor and glory for who and what you've done for us. And we pray that uh, 2023 is better than it could ever have been and that we are able to you know, do more for your kingdom and as well as just to enjoy the life that you've given us while we still have it. We thank you in advance for everything you have done and will do in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. All right, my good people, be blessed, be safe tomorrow noon. See you guys there. Hit that thumbs up on the way out if you have it. Peace.